Blog Talk Radio.
Yes, yes, I love it. Shout out to Keith Robinson. That is his new single, Love Languages. It has not even come out yet. I'm excited for the new album, Love Apostolic. I just love that song. So we gonna we gonna we gonna roll that thing till the wheels fall off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We appreciate him for always sending us music. Um, I appreciate it. T appreciates it. And we love some good music and we love some Keith Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You have stepped into the chat room with your girls, Leisha and Miss Tony. We welcome you to last chat. We're about to talk that talk today about wrist work. Hmm. Now, you know I had to take a pause, Leash, because last night we talked about that wrist support. Uh-huh. Yeah. And tonight we're talking about some wrist work. Okay. Yes, do wrist some work. Spl- do some explaining. <laughs> well, you know, when you write, you got you to gotta move your wrist. You got to move your wrist. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. write in those bankers, whether it's books, whether it's songs whether whatever it is that you are writing you you putting in that work and so we're talking mm-hmm. about wrist work today normally I, I say twerking that pen um but hey I don't know what it is about the wrist I'm all in for wrist this this week <laughs> <laughs> it's wrist week <laughs> it's wrist week yes you do a lot with your wrist just think about it without your wrist what can you do true not much because you, you need that mobility, nothing. that movement. Thank you. That movement keeps you going. You can't do nothing without it. So you got to protect it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to You mm-hmm. have to train it in mm-hmm. order for it to do what you want it to do. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I came mm-hmm. up with wrist work. <laughs> oh, okay, I can, I can see that. And also, Alicia, I might want to add that the more you work it, the stronger it gets. That's right. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> we can take Before that on we... many different avenues. <laughs> you know what? That's right. But before we get started, yeah. See, you looking at our archives. No, girl, I've been busy all day, just like any other day. What's going on with our archives? They banging? Uh, I don't know what bullhorn is, and I don't know... <laughs> listening to us on Bullhorn, but we love y'all what? for our 293 streams in one day. What the what? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, a big shout out to Bullhorn. I'm, I'm like, what is You know, because I look at the, the dashboard for Blog Talk, and so, you know, Blog Talk, they have, when you want to look at your dashboard, you, you pull that up, um, and it gives mm-hmm. you the 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 different um audience graphics and it'll tell you um what platform is listening the most mm-hmm. and it gives us those stats and so I'm looking at the stats I'm looking at the stats and I'm seeing a data shot all the way up and I'm like well, what is this child shout out to everybody listening to us yeah. on Bullhorn welcome Bullhorn okay. to the chat room. Yes. All right. I just went over to the dashboard, and what a spike, Leash. 
I, I'm like, what app is this? What are they using? But they using it, honey. So we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. And I'm looking also at uh, our audience geographics, and we want to welcome the UK. UK, Japan, wow. Taiwan, Spain. Shout out to y'all. India, Turkey. We yeah, all over South, the globe, Leash. South Sudan. <laughs> wow. Colombia, Peru. We all over the globe, girl. Germany. Shout out to everyone. Sweden, shout out to Sweden. You know my brother; he he does music and he deals with a lot of people in Sweden, um, all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, shout out to Sweden, Colombia, Peru, like T said. Wow, we love it. Well, that makes us feel good that we're doing something that people are interested in listening to, Leash. Absolutely, absolutely, it does. It you know you never really think about it. Um, this is internet mm-hmm. radio. We are heard worldwide. Um, and uh, with Blog Talk, they have the platforms of Blog Talk, iTunes, iHeartRadio, any podcast app. And when I looked at Bullhorn, I was like, 293, yo, thank you. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So we are talking that talk today. We're talking about that risk work. We got a fabulous lineup. We have the fabulous Red Johnson, a.k.a. Anne-Marie Johnson is going to be in here. She's going to be talking about her new release. Uh, We're going to be talking that talk today. Also with Bird School Records, Blue Marley and Cream Man, J.P. CEO, they're going to be in here talking about their new single, Tag Em. Shout out to them. Uh, they have been pushing and pushing and pushing. They've been rocking with us for a long time, and we appreciate mm-hmm. them coming to rock with us. Uh, whenever they have new music, they think about us. We want to, it was just released 44.3K mm-hmm. album streams in a week, y'all. So shout out I to y'all. Yes, shout out to them. We are so excited. And y'all coming to kick it with your girls, and we thank y'all for that. We're going to take another brief break, and we will be right back. Shout out to DG Zanero. Where you found her Sexy body, I'm exploring 
Ain't you sexy when a nigga ballin'? When you broke, nobody callin'. Don't forget the ones who was there. Holding your head when it was bad. If it don't add up, fuckin' nigga shit, I'd rather count it. Got a lot of hoes, I don't love them. Another trip, another show, shit, I don't love them. Wouldn't let me eat with them They don't want to see me now 
They didn't want to see me then. Being fly was second nature. The money complimented that. Had swag before the bag. Now I got a bigger sack. Lost partners gang banging. So I'm trying to get a sack. That's why I keep that 40 close by whenever I sit and trap. Cause who I serve it to a third of these niggas rap. Plotting to trick me off the street. Scheming to send a nigga back. Ball hard, remain humble. Too many in the game fumble. Now they doing football numbers in the concrete jungle. Streets like a circus now. Neighborhood full of clowns. Lost trying to find a way to bring the next nigga down. Chop a whole 50 rounds. Pork a hater, sit him down. Silence on the barrel, so the party make a different sound. My young niggas starving, they'll murk you for about 20 pounds. A quarter brick extra, get you buried in a different sound. Associated with them goons, affiliated with goblins. Money talk like Chris Love, I promise. You don't want these problems, so my soul for a dollar bill. Stressing so I'm popping pills. Really ain't the type to rob a nigga, but my partner's is. Money is the motivation, only thing I move for. Crap doing numbers, I'm trying to figure out how to move more. Death before dishonor, you know the penalty if the rule broke. Team full of damn fools, isn't it let them dudes go? When the news broke, they cubs died and left me with a bruised soul. Heart cold like two below, I probably die moving slow. Boys, it's rap music go, I'm slowly but slowly losing hope. I'm slowly but slowly losing hope. They see the dime out of rap, that shit ain't adding up. Writer's block got me with anxiety. Mad as fuck, like Ali in that last bout. My hooks ain't coming fast enough. So I'm putting that clock on the block until the bag is up. This call is from a federal prison. Street nigga, yeah. Nine never once took a day off. How the line, I spit it at they throw like I'm stay soft. Ball head, thin mustache like I was eight off. With a fitted KC cap, twisted to make the K call. South side of Fort Worth, I say that with my chest out. Cause I ain't never rep for no flag or X, no set out. Cause I don't want no smoke, but ain't no need in gritting on me. I do come with a gas mask for those of y'all that didn't know me. Punk love, seems like I can't get over the rough fast. Fool with these pins, but these pins is where I'm stuck at. My luck bad. My oldest daughter Chelsea be like, fuck that. Cause nothing hurts a man more than knowing what he sucks at. Cocaine, I used to put them bricks back together for you. 30 years, twisted black, them bricks wasn't ever for you. Now I got a different story. I be giving God the glory. Still, I take it out of niggas' ass like a suppository. Hey man, don't nobody panic because I said that. I've been in mine for 13 calendars. Where your bed at? Lay in it. This is my business, so why is they in it? You don't want my world cause you couldn't survive a day in it. You don't know the feeling like you done done the killing on your very own mother without a sister or a brother. Your wife, she got a lover. Your kids ain't discovered that they dad done broke bad and had to sell his rubber. You don't know what it's like to be on 23 and 1. You prefer the situation versus being in population. And you don't need protection, you just hating your reflection. Cause the man that stand back just has so many imperfections. So miss me with that talk about how you don't believe in God. I don't even debate it. When that's stated, I just leave it by. Cause ain't nobody but him could ever gave me even I I'm about to leave prison and I ain't think that I see you guys in 2033 these folk tried to murder me yeah. Isaiah 55 said they had clapped even the murder tree that just means I'm coming home and even though I feel alone I'm not y'all gonna help me out until I can walk on my own gotta 
send a shout to oof Let me come invent the truth Did this in myself, small as a coop This is not a boo Can't nobody touch me, I got a gift and I ain't asked for it Once the mic ignites, I just light up like a dashboard Fort Worth, I love y'all D-Town, the same thing Niggas that testified on Twisted Black, you know it's bang bang I Said I wouldn't fly shots, oof is like why not These rap niggas, please don't let me catch you around my block Cause I needed a verse, just to help me get some relevance Couple colors, couple numbers, these puppies think they better than Guess that's just a game, so I complied and took my medicine Y'all might have the biggest ears, but I'm the only elephant You are now tuned in to the mother uh -uh greatest Yes, we are back, we are back Welcome to Last Chat, I am Miss Felicia You know I got my right hand, and 90% of the time She is my left, the fabulous Miss Sony Child, we is talking that talk today about that wrist work We got our first guest in the chat room, y'all Let me tell you about this queen I'm gonna stop calling, ladies We gonna stop calling ourselves queens We are empress, okay, because we rule empire Oh, <laughs> right now we empress, we rule empires, okay? <laughs> we got this we got this fabulous queen on the line though, y'all. She over there twerking that pen for real, okay? Dope in real life with that pen. Hey Riz. Hi. Hey lady, how you doing? We see you busy over there. This girl does not let grass grow under her foot. You no, know, Leisha and I are known for that, but girl, you right there along with us. Listen, her pen is not for play play. Her pen is not for play play. You, but I'm good. How are you guys? We are good. Mm -hmm. We are good. So you guys tell us what you've been doing, what you what you've been working on since the last time you stepped into the chat room. Um, well now um I'm really pushing my other businesses. Of course I'm always the author and I'm just continue to push that pen. But I took like a little pause on that to just generate more income and things in my other businesses because I'm trying to have income coming in several different directions. That's what real bosses do for one. Um, so I'm uh, really uh, boosting my fashion line, Tilted Crowns, the elevation of her. Um, and that's a fashion line um, dedicated to all women of all, you know, races and sizes, not, you know, one specific one. Um, and if you follow my journey as a writer, you've seen that I, I hit a lot of uh, lows and a lot of highs and I'm just trying to uplift. And fashion has always been one of my things. So, I mean, what other ways to help uplift, you know, the next female, but with motivation and fashion. So that's what that's based off of. Um, I'm working on my first web series. So once all this Rona stuff is done, I can actually start doing my casting calls. Um, I'm working with some things with Wahida that I can't really speak of right now. But just know me and the queen, we're definitely working. Um, and then I'm actually working on a lip gloss line. And then I'm back to my books. So I'm keeping myself very busy. You better go ahead with them seven strings of income. Mm-hmm. Go girl. So I, I want to go, I want to just go back. You know, last time you were on, we always talk about mm-hmm. a goal moment. Uh, and you're doing yes. so much You from writing to uh, working on a web series. You got the lipstick line. You got your fashion line. Tell us what your goal moment was like when you decided to put thought and execution together to move on to these other um visions for yourself um okay so once again if you follow my journey you've seen I had a lot of highs and a lot of lows and it's no Mm -hmm. secret that um my career in the industry kind of like went downhill and that's based on solidly because of the rumors you know what I mean so um once the once people hear 
several things or the same thing about one individual, they go, excuse my language, but they're going to stop fucking with that person, um, regardless if it's true or not. And I realized, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to always be a writer. I'm always going to write books because that's my passion. But I need to have other things to fall back on. I have, you know, many talents. I'm, I'm a gifted person. I'm a daughter of a lioness. That's what I say. And um, after being homeless so much, and after my mother died, I'm like, I can't, there's no more waiting. There's no more spitting. There's no more hoping and shoulda, coulda, woulda. I have to, mm-hmm. you know, I have to do this. And um, whenever I speak about my goals or anything, I think about my mother because literally before my mother died, I was having a conversation with her. And I was actually being talked about on Facebook. Um, uh, we had actually just moved into our new place because we was homeless. And I was talking, um, I had woke up from a nap because I had been moving all that day. And I was talking to him. I'm like, Mom, here we go again. I'm like, you know, these bees, you know, they, they talking about me again. So I said, how can people just continue to believe lies? And my mom, she was always mm-hmm. so positive. And um, she was like, babe, don't worry about it. She was like, because one thing about those tables, they always turn. She was like, well, let them get their last. Let them get their likes and comments because it's all for show. She was constantly telling me to pray. Um, you know, don't worry about it. Continue to just do me and stay positive. I walked down the hallway, put my passcode on my phone. My mom was dead after that. Oh, wow. So, um, and, and after, before I actually left out of her room, um, she told me, she was like, babe, we got to get some sleep. She's like, because we got, we just moved into our new house. She's like, and we got to get up tomorrow and finish, you know, um, unpacking. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow, tomorrow never came to my mother. Like, like I said, mm. I walked down the hallway, put the passcode in my phone. And next thing I know, I hear a noise and I go back and my mom's dead. Oh, so, goodness. Um, that just, you know, it, it took a lot out of me, but also put a lot in me to let me know, like, tomorrow's really never promised. And yeah. I said, you know what, regardless mm-hmm. if these, um, you know, businesses take off, whether they fail or take off, I'm going to do it. So that, that's, that's what was on my mind when I finally said, you know what, I got I to gotta do this. Mm. That's motivation. Yes. Absolutely. And, and, a, and a testimony. You know what I'm saying? Because so mm-hmm. many people go through things. And mm-hmm. sometimes when you go through things, you think it's just you. Even though in reality you may know it's not, but you really feel like it's just you. And it's always refreshing to know that it's not just you. And there is um, over that hill, there is some sunlight. Right. So when you decided uh-huh. to, because I know healing from from the loss of a parent is really hard, um, especially mm-hmm. when you are close. And I know that process was rough for you as you went through. And when you started coming out of that process, what what made you want to say, okay, let me get this fashion line going? Um, I'm still actually in, you know, the healing process. That's something. Um, that's I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna be okay <laughs> uh, because oh, of yeah, the, I know. the the extent of you know what took place. But um, like I said, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't keep waiting. Um, I've always had a passion for fashion. I've always had a passion for writing. And when I was younger, I would always say, um, if I if I'm not an author, then I'm gonna be you know a fashion designer. So it's like, and it's crazy because my mother she had a passion for fashion and writing, and she always told me I was living her dream. Um, because she allowed people to, you know, um, discourage her, but she didn't want that to happen for me. But that's just all I was thinking about. That's like I need to do this. I'm, I'm tired of sitting. I'm tired of, 
you know, thinking like, okay, well, who's not going to support me? Because when I actually relaunched my fashion line, when I actually launched it, I got no support. And I knew that I wasn't going to get any support because I dropped my memoir. And the whole rumor around my memoir was like, oh, she's talking about, you know, someone else's family. She's saying this, she's saying that. You know, so me dropping my memoir, it was actually to show people that just because you hit the bottom of the barrel, underneath the barrel, I was under the barrel. Forget the bottom of the barrel, I was under it. So just because I hit under that, doesn't mean that I'm still not somebody. I wanted to inspire people. So it's like I knew that after I dropped my truth, people was going to be pissed because people can't handle the truth. So mm. when I tried to drop my business, which is my fashion line, and then after that I did my – I started posting about my web series. People just like, oh, this is crazy. We ain't supporting her. But it's cool, though, because God got the last say, and that's just how I look at things. Absolutely. Now, you you you're working on your fashion line, and then you have your web series going. Your lip gloss popping. A new book coming with Wahida. How do you balance everything and still still <laughs> stay sane? Because you know when when you you are healing from uh, the death of a parent, sometimes your mind mm-hmm. is bad for a minute. How are you balancing everything? Um, say with prayer, that's it. And just remembering my mother's strength because I don't, I can't even tell you that. I, I would just have to say it's, it's just the prayer and just knowing that I have my mother's strength in me because um, I'm an honest person. So be quite real with you. Um, when I, when my mom first died, I started popping pills and I started smoking mm-hmm. weed and I started drinking because I did mm-hmm. not know how to cope with that. Because like I said, when I went back to the room, my mother was like, she, her body was always shutting down. She took her last two breaths in my arms. Mm. Um, so mm. I didn't know how to handle that. I didn't know how to handle that um, at all. So I started, I started popping perks. I started drinking um, and I started smoking weed. And that was never me. I was always the one child that didn't do any of that. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, I just couldn't cope. So um, actually, Wahida and Ascari they was the ones who were telling me, like, you got to snap out of it. I get how mm-hmm. this is, you know, I get it. But you cannot, like, your mom wants you to go downhill like this. So I got myself together, and I just started praying more. I just started just being more positive. I started burning sage. I started taking walks and things. And that's when I started to get things in order. I did a vision board. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's when I started to really get myself together. So now... I'm not, I think I got everything in order but my writing. Like, I'm like, I'm writing here and there, but not as much as I know I'm capable of. Like, when I first came in the industry, I released 15 books in one year. It's like, I'm, you know, holding that Red Johnson back. So I would just say with prayer and just knowing I had my mother's strength, you know, to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Red, this is Tony. You know, you, thank you so much for sharing that because I'm sure if someone, um, multiple people needed to hear that because you never know where people are in their journey and in their grief and in their lives. But by you going through so much and hitting such a low and, and clawing your way up, how did you determine to have so many interests in, in, in the ventures that you, you have going on right now? I mean, was this something that you wanted to do while your mom was alive or did all this stuff come to you as a result? Um, it was stuff that I always wanted to do <clears throat> while, my, <clears throat> while my mother was alive. It was just financially I was never there. Like when I was making all that money when I first came into the industry, I blew it on 
um, helping everybody. I didn't think to save mm-hmm. it because I, I never had. So when I started getting that money, I was paying bills, buying cars. You know, I was helping people, like, and not thinking, like, okay, Rez, you got to stack. You got to worry about you. But I got so tired of, you know, not having and things like that. So I, when I got that money, I blew it. So that's the, you know, the big key of that. But um, so I, I didn't, I, once it actually came down to me wanting to do something for me, I didn't have the money. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, I got discouraged and things like that, or I was always told, okay, it's not going to work. You're not, only person, like my number one supporter was my mother. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, once she passed away, I'm like, you know, regardless if I have this money or not, I'm launching this fashion line. Regardless if I have the money or not, I'm about to do this web series, you know. So it just, like, it, 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 paid, it played a big part in me not being financially stable and me not believing in myself. That's why I didn't do it when my mother was here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Now tell us about your new release. What can we expect coming from your pen? Um, the one under Wahida? Is that what we're speaking about? Um, well, you got multiple releases, child. I do, I do. You over there cracking that pen. I'm going to say pick one. It's like 31 flavors over there, y'all. You know how you walk in Baskin and Robbins, and you like, let me taste that. Ooh, ooh, let me taste that. Ooh, ooh, let me taste that. That's what she got going on over there. I'm like, pick one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I have. Oh, my gosh. I do have several releases coming. Um... The one that's actually, well, I actually got the edits for the book I have under Wahida. Um, that one, I'm, we don't have a date yet for that, but um, the book is finished. It then went through the edits. We're working on the cover now. What you can expect from that book, oh, my gosh, that book, is, it touches a different type of, type of you know, space in your, in your body. Like, I, when Wahida read that story, she was just like, and, you know, she, she just couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe it. Like I, she was just like sister. She was like, "You are so talented," and um, that book just hits home. I know there's a lot of people who go through, you know, family issues and they can't speak out because people are holding money over their heads and stuff. So that that book under Wahida, you could definitely expect some some close to home family issues. Like you could really just it's just a, mm-hmm. a life changing moment. Like, and a lot of people think mm-hmm. that um. I mean, I write from experience or what I've seen and things like that. So that book right there, that's just know that one under Wahida is hitting close. You know, that that hits close to home for many. Um, and it's it's you're gonna shed a lot of tears during it if you mm-hmm. if you definitely read it. Um, the book that's coming in July, July 21st, Bad Bitches and the Thugs Who Love Them. Um, mm-hmm. That one is, you know, I mean, come on, the queen. I'm I'm signing Wahida Clark, so she gave me permission to write a classic after her classics. And it's definitely going to be a classic because mm-hmm. I wrote it. So, um, but it's, it's, you know, how in her Thug series, the Thugs was the ones who was in charge. Well, the females was in charge in my series. So that's the mm-hmm. first book is coming July 21st. And you can expect drama, ratchetness. You could, you just, you could just, I'm coming with it. Like my comeback game is about to be strong. I have, it's, I'm coming with it. Like it's, it's, it's real. And um, actually Dutch reached out to me and he was telling me how hot my pen was. He was just like, we need to work together. So on top of mm-hmm. me working with Wahid, I'm working with Dutch. I'm trying to Girl, work with you better. You know what? You better. <laughs> see, our topic today is risk work. You over there working at risk. You That's better true. do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I know. I hit Al Sadiq up. I'm like, you need to read Street Tales. He's like, oh, I didn't already heard your pen with fire. He's like, keep it up. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming for everything. They said I couldn't have. I'm coming for it all. Period. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know you know something else, Red? You know, you this industry is is, is not everybody's friend. And you've mm-hmm. seen it firsthand. What has your how has it been to have someone like Wahida just just believe in you so much? What has her belief in you done for you? Oh my goodness. That was a blessing because mm-hmm. honestly I still couldn't believe it. When when she sent me that contract, I still couldn't believe it. And um mm. I cried like a baby in my mom arms. She's like, Baby, you deserve it and it, it felt so good because I literally had everybody turned their backs on me and it felt and it, it felt good at the end now as I look back at it because I'm like those are never the people for me to begin with. I don't care how long we've known each other. I don't care if you let me live in your house or not. I don't care about what you weren't for me, period. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to know that she's still finding after all the rumors, after all, you know, it, it felt good. And we had, I had to talk to her about that. I said, Queen, I said, are you, are you sure you want to sign me? I said, because you know, there's a lot of rumors out about me. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And there's rumors out about me too. She's yeah, like, you know, so Wahida don't care nothing about that. Wahida, that's she not did even. Not nope. care. She did not care at all. She was like, you're about to be a star, period. She was like, don't worry about none of that. She's like, focus mm-hmm. on your writing. Focus on your brand. She's like, don't worry about none of that. She's like, because people are going to talk regardless. Yeah. And so that just showed me that at the end, I won. Like, And I even told her I wanted to stop writing because when my memoir came out, people were wishing death on my mother because they knew, okay, I can't oh get a raise. I can't get out of mm. you know, call, calling her a fat bitch don't work, saying, you know, she never took a bath don't work, saying she's the, they knew that wasn't working. I didn't care. They said, let's target her baby, and that was my mother. So readers were actually wishing death on my mother. When my mother mm. died and it got around in the industry, Whoa. people were really literally saying, oh, I'm glad she's dead. So mentally, oh, no. I have to get it together because I'm like, I don't argue on Facebook. I don't do none of that. Like, people have come for me. They didn't pay for my family. They didn't said a lot of things about me. And I never responded. I'm not an argument type of person. I'm a project girl because I'm be completely honest with you. I'm from the projects. I'm more of a mm-hmm. hands-on type person if you can get my drift. I'm not going to argue with you on Facebook or any sort of social media. And I let, I let people know. I did update a status and say if it's an issue, catch me on the street. So that's what I'm about. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. be quite honest right. with you. So um, I had to really get myself together. And I'm like, okay, Wahida, I'm not, I'm not right no more. And like I told you, her and Ascari had to whip me into shape. They was like, you can't let them win. Period. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was mentally, I was jacked up. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm like, for them to be so evil and to want to hurt me so bad, to say that about my mom, that's my baby. Like I'm done with writing. I'm like, I'm not, you know, writing in the industry like this. Well, you know, like I'm not doing it. But mm-hmm. again, Wahida, she definitely let me know. Like that's something you can't focus on. I have to focus mm-hmm. on my what I was, you know, blessed with. And that's my writing. And not let them steal yes. that from you. Yeah, she said, because at the end, I won. She's like, look who you find you. Look who you're working with. And she's That's right. And at the end, I won. <laughs> wow. That's right. It's all about positioning yourself. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you are, and that's a lot of work to be able to position yourself. To position yourself in, in your passion is different from positioning yourself in your vision. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have a vision yeah. and mm-hmm. you're you starting to put that together. And so I know it yep. seems like you got so much going on. I know it seems like everything is all over the place because that's really how it's playing out in your head. But just know, just keep going. You're going to oh, be okay. Course. Thank you. 
And shout yeah. out to Ascari. We love him here. He has, for all those who don't know he, who he is, he is the author of um, Blood of a Boss. Um, we love him here on Lush Chat. So shout out to Ascari. And yes, always keeping you <laughs> uplifted and positive. Those are the people that you have to have around you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. Yeah, Wahida, Ascari, Coco Amor, she definitely helped me through this. Like, she couldn't believe it. She was just as hurt as I was. But and Coco Amor is another author, for those who don't know. And she, that me and her, she's been supporting oh, me since day one. Her. She is such <laughs> yes, a sweetheart. And, like, Coco. she came in. Like, Coco came in the door supporting me. Didn't know me from a can of paint. She read one book. And we've been literally, like, she took me under her wing as her little sis. And she's been so genuine to me. And so she helped me through it a lot as well because um, she knew she had to be my strength. She was boohooing when I let her know that my mom passed because it was like a mother to her as well. So, mm-hmm. but she helped me through it a lot. So I definitely appreciate the positive people I have, in, you know, in my corner now. Mm-hmm. But you know something, Red? This is Tony. When you go through uh, those type of trials and tribulations and come out on top, you realize who are your true supporters. You know, you realize mm-hmm. that. Even though that circle may be small, your light shines brightly all over, you know. Right. And and it absolutely. just it reveals the truth. It really does. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because um, I didn't even realize I've, I've been seven years. The end of this year will be seven years for me being in the industry. I didn't realize it's been that long, but it's been one hell of a journey. And I realized that, you know, the people who I thought supported me really didn't support me. So it's definitely a learning experience. And once I let go of that hurt and that pain and that anger, and I just, you know, grew up, I realized that, okay, mm-hmm. this is a lesson and it's a blessing in disguise. Like that betrayal, that hurt and all that, that was just a blessing in disguise. And I'm actually grateful for it now. So you're absolutely right. It builds you up, you know, it, it makes you strong. It, it builds character and it shows you that you can overcome an outcome, any and everything. And it just makes mm-hmm. you stronger for whatever else falls in your direction. Absolutely. So proud of you. You know Leisha and I are so proud of you. And it's Miss Coco. Thank this you. It's been a minute since you've been up in the chat room, girl. You owe us a visit. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling her to get out there, you know, like, she's, oh, my God, she's a bomb writer. And I'm waiting for something for her to release yeah. something, like, so she is yeah. definitely bomb. Mm-hmm. But what would you tell all your supporters that that believe in you? What, what would you tell them as of today, based on your journey? Um, definitely. Um, um, for one, thank you. Thank you goes a long way because a lot of these authors mm-hmm. they they get all this money and they forget where they came from, you know, and they mm-hmm. don't really they they're not humble. Um, so mm-hmm. for me, it's like I didn't, I didn't been there. I didn't see the money, and then I haven't seen the money. So it's like it's a big thank you to those who still believe in me, to those who still rock with me through the rumors, through through everything. It's I'm grateful for the genuine support because it's like mm-hmm. without them, like I wouldn't be, you know, surviving pretty much because it's like my my books are still selling. Like a lot of people say, okay, well, you know, um, she's she's washed up. Her her career needs to be revived. Um, you know, she's not hitting the charts no more, and I let that consume me. But I'm still eating mm-hmm. off my books from seven years ago. So this is the I, thing. I, I, Listen about some charts. Amazon is not the end all be all for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. every book you write, of course, is not gonna hit. 
But when you have a library and your catalog is on point, once a reader is introduced to you, because you're you're forever branding and Mm rebranding yourself. Because with Mm -hmm. the the world of internet, everybody becomes your audience. Whoever you come in in contact with, whoever is in your presence, you know what I'm saying? They're able to Mm -hmm. experience you. That's part of your packaging. That's part of your eye candy um, for your book that draws people Mm -hmm. into you. So once they pick up that one book and they experience your pen, trust and believe, they go into that catalog to experience whatever else that you have written. So it really doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you hit the charts or not. What matters is, is people reading all of your work. Are they going to check Mm -hmm. out, are they checking for you all the way around? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's that's what I go by now. Um, Because before, like I said, when I allowed things to discourage me, as far as what, what was being said about me and people really not supporting me, I was like, oh, my gosh. But now I'm, about, you know, 26 years old, about to be 27, and I'm like, I done been there and done that. I'm still eating off a book step from seven years ago, so I'm good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, and I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful for those of you, of whoever's listening, whether it's one, two, or, you know, three people, whoever's listening, I'm, I'm grateful for the support. Um, for those who, mm-hmm. you know, send me private messages encouraging me, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for those who are actually praying positive prayers for me because you got people who pray for you and pray on you. I'm thankful for the mm-hmm. ones who pray for me. True. That's um, right. You better so, preach, girl. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm thankful for the ones who, who are still rocking with me because when I first became an author, I was not, my books was not polished. You know what I mean? That goes from still part of whole one up until, you know, what, um, in love with the state's property. My pen has grown tremendously. And I'm grateful for mm-hmm. the ones who have been there you know, with me stuck by my side through the unedited manuscripts and all that, I'm thankful and I, I I love y'all. So it's 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 a humbling experience and I'm definitely grateful. Absolutely. Awesome. Now, with over forty plus books, yeah, you are definitely always branding and rebranding. Drop a, mm-hmm. drop five jewels on um, some tips and tricks when you are branding or rebranding your yourself. Um, as an author, as a business person. Okay. Um, okay, let me see. I would say, okay, the first thing first, just do it. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. don't, sometimes you can't even think about something, just do it. And when it came to me rebranding myself, I didn't even think about it, I just did it. Before, when I tried to rebrand myself, I was thinking too hard, like, okay, well, are they going to like this name or are they going to like this? But no, and it didn't work out. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Second thing mm-hmm. is you cannot um you can't make money if you don't spend money. And I had I realized that the hard way. Um with me um not really having funds and always trying to hold on to something, but I knew that I needed to put this amount of money into what I was doing. I had to I had mm-hmm. to risk that. You gotta take some risk. And that goes into the first thing I said with, you know, just you know, just doing it. Um don't worry about, you know, what nobody says about you. Focus on your brand. Your brand is your top priority. Um, don't respond to nothing negative. Like, just 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 focus on your brand. The more you promote yourself, mm-hmm. I don't care if it's getting one like or zero like. Continue to promote hard because somebody's telling the next person that you do. Just keep doing it. Keep promoting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, let me see. How many was that? I think, I think that was like four. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Let me see the, the the fifth thing, um, have confidence. 
Like, you got to be your biggest cheerleader. You got to be mm-hmm. your biggest cheerleader when it comes to promoting yourself. Like, so just, like, everything messes well, just do it. Don't respond to nothing. Just focus on your brand. You got to, you know, spend money to make money and just be your biggest cheerleader. And that's something I had to learn. Everything I'm saying, I literally did that. Like, I had to be my biggest cheerleader. I will post, post, post and not get any response. But it is what it is. I'm Red Johnson. You're going to hear about me one way or the other, whether it's bad or good. My name, my name is always ringing bells. So just be a biggest cheerleader. That's the main thing when it comes to you rebranding. Talk that talk, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right, because when you're Let rebranding, you. a lot of people mm-hmm. um, have fear when, when they have to rebrand themselves. Um, it's it's like it's it's scary to be able to go back out there. But if you think about it, every time you meet somebody that doesn't know you, you're technically rebranding, even if you've been exactly. out forever. Everybody you meet may not have been experienced, have not may not have experienced your pen. They may not have heard about you. That might be the first time they're meeting you, whether it's at a book event or a library, online, whatever the case may be. And so... Mm-hmm. You are always reintroducing yourself to somebody that doesn't know you. Yes, at, at every yes. point uh, in, in your in your life. Now you're young, but you have gone through so much. Yes, and mm-hmm. you know, as a woman, I think that there's a lot of reprogramming as women that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times we think that love, intimacy, and sex are the same thing, but mm-hmm. they are not equal. Talk a little of bit about not. that, just, just, just from your experience and your growth, because you have grown a lot. Yes. Um, <clears throat> talk a little bit about love, or inti- intimacy, and what else did you say? Love, intimacy, and sex okay. are not the same thing, yes. but we not. think that when you got one, you have them all, and that is not true. Oh, hell yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> um, you know, no, I'm, <laughs> that's not, you know, I'm telling you, if you guys, uh, my, my memoir, Fat Bits, tells what I've been through from the time I was 24 on back, and um, I have explained in my memoir the many men that I've slept with, because they took a little bit of interest in me. And it was only to get some ass, excuse my language, but it was only to get some ass. And because I had low self-esteem, because I was a big girl, because I was dark-skinned, and where I'm, like, where I where I'm come from, guys don't like dark-skinned girls. And I, and I was, you know, I was a losing situation because I was dark-skinned and I was big. So guys would, you know, this guy may be nice to me or that one might be nice to me, and then here I am and I'm laying on my back. Whole time, I'm just sharing my my temple with people who didn't deserve it and then I'm like oh well he likes me he likes me and I'm thinking it's love and it's not it's just love it's just mm-hmm. that it's it it's not it's nothing more it's, it's nothing more nothing less and I hurt myself a lot in my younger days because I was raped at 18 and he took my virginity so mm-hmm. I didn't become intimate again until I was 19 and this is a grown man I always had a thing for grown men um and he was grown. He was in his thirties, and he let he he pretended he liked me. Um, and it wasn't that. He just wanted what he wanted. He wanted a quick nut, and he um he wanted my money. 
that's that was that and it mm-hmm. was just like a pattern it was a, a pattern and it, it was i had i had to break the chain a lot of people read my memoir and was like you needed to blame you needed to be upset at your mom and no i cannot blame my mom for the things i chose to do because my mom will always tell me how beautiful i was and how important i was and how i needed to protect my temple this and the third like if i would have listened to my mother i would not have gotten raped that night my mother told me to not go out like my mom had a gift she could see things before they happened she, you know, I just didn't share that with people because not everybody believed it. But my mom, she saw things before they happened. She can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I would have listened to my mother, um, I would not have went through the things I went through. And in the process, and I was unaware of a lot of things, my mom was getting her ass whooped. I didn't even know that. She was mm-hmm. being abused and things like that. She was going through a lot. But she was still letting me know I need to love myself. Mm-hmm. Even though she was mm-hmm. being battered. So if I would have listened to my mom, I would not have gone through the things I went through with men. And to the young girls who may be listening or who might listen, you know, down the line, just because a guy calls you beautiful don't mean you need to open your legs to him. Mm. Like, you don't need to, you shouldn't have to share your your body with a a man for it to be love or for him to take interest in you. And I learned that the hard way. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's not. Just because you know, you give it up don't mean it's love. It's definitely lust. It's definitely sex. That's it's, it's just it's, it's not love, period. When you make a mental no, connection with somebody and the chemistry, yeah, the chemistry is there, <clears throat> that's when, you know, you really get somewhere and you can really say, okay, me and this person has something. But if it's just sex, no. And and like I said, I've, I've been there and done it. I've been there and done it. Mm. You better talk wow. that talk and get get them told. <laughs> Listen, I was just listening to an interview with Erica Badu, and Erica Badu mm-hmm. said if the chemistry was never there, it was just never there. You know, a lot of times we date, we we skip a process, and we forget what intimacy is. In right. in order to hold a relationship together, you got to have that energy. You got to have that intimacy, and a lot of mm-hmm. people, especially during this quarantine, have learned that that ain't what they got. They don't have uh, intimacy that holds them together. It's either the kids mm-hmm. that hold them together or the, the hustle and bustle of the things that they have. Um, right. But they mm-hmm. don't have that intricate um, intricate tie that you actually need um, to hold you guys together. Right. And so mm-hmm. we, it, it's, it's confusing. You know, you think because you lay down with somebody, your heart, we have to understand that our heart and our lady parts are not the same. They're not. Uh-uh. He, he, he into you. He into your lady parts. He is not into you. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. I'm telling you. And you can't just be having sex with anybody because. You sure can. Man, you, you, you get them spirits. You get every, you get that. Mm-hmm. You get whatever's in them. And that's. Mm-mm. That's something, no. So I just, like I said, I hope young girls and, and women, you know, um, older women, just take heed. Like, it's, mm-mm. you ain't got to give it up to everybody. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. That's right. That is so right. We so appreciate you coming Speaking to with us. Yes, ma'am. Thank you now, for you know. Here on the show, we love to do something fun. I don't come up with none of the fun questions. It'd be all Tony. That'd just be her. I just sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. So Tony is going to give you a fun question before you leave out the chat room. Um, okay. Go ahead, T. Oh, leash. Well, I'm just saying. 
Well, Reg, you know, Nisha and I are two of your biggest supporters. If you don't know that, we are. We so appreciate and we are so proud of where you are today based on where you, Thank all you. the things that you've come through. And you are always welcome here no matter what. This is your home. And when that new book come out, you better check us out up in July. Oh, July 21st, I, I believe talk. you said it was, right? <laughs> we we yes, want to hear uh, about yes. that. And then we're going to do a Let's Chat Live, just so you know. You ain't want to do it this time. But we're doing Let's Chat Live, just so you ready in July. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She didn't want to do it this time. She was like, well, we'll just go with the regular. Yeah. (laughs) We can definitely do the live next time. Okay. Okay. We're going to hold that. You can hear it on record. Okay, your fun question, I've been feeling this for, I've been doing brain teasers, little, little jokes and stuff, but tonight I'm going to lighten it up a little bit. Okay, now listen closely. There were 30 cows on a farm and 28 chickens. How many didn't? Wait a minute, what? There was 30. <laughs> you, you said there were 30 cows on a farm and 28 chickens? How many didn't? <laughs> How many didn't? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many didn't what? Did they <laughs> did you get that all the time? <laughs> what? You, like, didn't what? 30 cows in the farm and 28 chickens. How many didn't? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Didn't what? <laughs> didn't eat chickens. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 30 cows, 30 cows on a farm. That's a lot of damn cows for one. Um, mm-hmm. It's 28 chickens. And how you said and how many didn't eat chicken? Right. Two, right? Was it like, yeah, chick was this? I'm saying like one this more, more time for you. <laughs> Wait, it's 30 cows on the farm and 28 chickens. How many like that, Lee? You gotta what? 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 <laughs> so I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Listen, wait. We. I'm gonna. Wait a minute. Let me. Let me. <laughs> you want me to say it one more time? I'm gonna <laughs> for you. Let me find out. You point. Let me find out. You busting out the calculator. <laughs> wait. 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 I'm gonna give it to you one more time. Listen to my words. There are 30 cows on the farm and 28 chickens. Oh, I I, I hear it. How many? Yes. Wait, you can't do it. You can't do it. The girl. Wait, no, because I'm going to mute this button. The way you said it, it's how you said it. Y'all, y'all, I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. So it's really 20. It's not 28. Okay. Y'all really. (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. (laughs) That was cute. We ain't into this until I get this. No, no. Say it one more time. I got it. I got it. Chat room till I get it. Yes, I'm like, wait, so I get it. Okay, that was cute. That was pink. Yes, I'm like, wait, I'm bad. Okay, 
Yeah, she was like, no, nah, don't give me the answer. Don't give me the answer. I yes, got to get I this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Once you said it slowly, I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. Yes, I know. I'm yeah. a oh, my goodness. She gave the answer away. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But we always say that. Eight like, what? Eight what? Right? I'm like eight what? Like what did they eat? First I thought you said how many did it? I'm like didn't do what? Like I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, I'm like what? I'm like what did they do? do? Like how did? that 
iTunes and to us. Shout out to everybody that tunes in via Bullhorn, 293 views in one day. I don't even know what Bullhorn is, but mm. we excited. <laughs> we got to pull out a Bullhorn in a minute. <laughs> listen, listen. We got our next fabulous guest. Listen, y'all, we are so proud of them. Let me tell y'all, we've been... Bird School Records has always supported us, always, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Blue Marley, JCEO, they have always supported us. They have always shared their music with us. They have always come on the show and shared their experiences, their brand, and really just talk that talk with us. Um, they never tell us no. They mm-hmm. always make it work, and we appreciate them for that. We appreciate them for that. They got new music coming out, you know, Jay, a.k.a. Cream Man. I'm like, let me find out that you know how to do a little hot hot 16 over there. <laughs> but they are in the chat room. They are talking that talk to us about their new single, Tag em. So we got them in the chat room. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Yo, what's happening? What's happening? Hey. Good. And congratulations. We got duo Barry White up in here. Right. Come in here and talk about like Barry White. But congratulations, 44.3. All right, then. Y'all are yeah. working. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, so, Blue, that's Blue Marley doing right there. Like, he, he's the master, mastermind behind the plan. You know, we just create a budget and, and put it in his hands and watch him work. You know, and we have 44,000. Point what is forty four point three thousand in less than a week? You know, so yeah. Streams on Spotify, you know. I and love it. Fans. I love it. So tell us about the collaboration. Um, how did who, how did this collaboration tag them come into play? Well, um, uh, I mean, basically, it was like. You know, it it was quarantine time, or it was like early quarantine. I want to say like it, it really kicked off around the time that um I had got in a situation where I got invited to a video shoot, and um everybody it was uh this this guy named uh seven two five Woody little Woody y'all be on the lookout for him too. Uh, I ain't trying to put his business out there, but YSL definitely got looking at him, but um. I got invited to a, a video shoot with Lil Woody's, and um, it was kind of weird because we didn't know how they was going to, you know, handle the video shoot as far as uh, the law enforcement because we knew they was tripping about, the, you know, the 10 people thing and, you know, not being in the big mm-hmm. crowd and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, But it was dope. It was dope, though, because when I went out to the video shoot, and uh, shout out to Freehand Entertainment also because they, uh, those are my brothers, they, 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 you know, allowed me to come to this video shoot. And I, when I got there, I realized that Woody had a uh, feature uh, track with Fujiano. Him and Fujiano had did this record together. And Fujiano was there, uh, Woody was there, everybody was there. And, I, you know, me being the guy that I am, I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm going to take advantage of the situation. I knew a lot of guys that was there, but I didn't know Fujiano personally. I, just, I knew I – knew, I had a um, – let's say like a brother of mine was incarcerated with him during the time that he, when he talked about his incarceration, I had a, a family member of mine that was actually incarcerated with Fujiano. And he was telling me about him, like even before he got with AE and blew up and all that stuff, he was telling me, you know, just 
stuff about back in the day with them and all that type of stuff. So long story short, when I got it, when in the video shoot, I went up to him and I talked to him. We rapped, you know, got on the side and politics and networked. And I told him, you know what I'm saying, um, who my brother was. And, you know, one thing led to another. And we, we got to chop it up. I got his information, got Woody information. So I went from there into um, getting at him about doing a song or whatever like that. So I knew Cream had been um you know, getting into this rap thing, because like y'all, like you said earlier, you know, and from, you know, handling business for me on on a lot of management sides and just doing business, you know, as, as my right-hand man. But it was like when he came to me and was like, you know, he wanted to dabble into the music itself. Like, like you know, he had something he wanted to say. He had a, a whole a whole gimmick that, that we was going to make work. And I thought about, you know, I was like, I'm not going to tell him no, because, you know, we we've been doing we've been doing so much together in this in this field anyway. So it was just like it was like why not? So at the at the time when I got when I um, talked to Fool about the feature and stuff like that, you know, I was getting ready to do the record. You know what I'm saying? I had talked to Soup and uh, shout out to Soup Tony Soup, like because you know y'all know us from the Bird School thing. But then I ended up getting another situation because you know we always pushing Blue Marley. So Blue Marley got in a situation with Drop Zone with Drop Zone in mm. entertainment. So and I've been doing a lot of stuff with Drop Zone Entertainment at this point. So that's what like we go from Drop Zone and we we taking the Drop Zone thing somewhere. We going we but it's all the same family, you know what I'm saying? Just just don't just don't want anybody to get confused. But anyway, um when I came with when I was getting ready to handle the business with the feature and I was talking to Soup about it and um Soup was like Man, that that'd be big, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we should push on it. And I was I was debating because of of quarantine. I knew people ain't doing shows, you know, the artists. But but then I guess that's where my my chess, you know what I'm saying? My friend came in. I, I wasn't playing checkers. I started playing chess. I was thinking to myself, well, this is the best time to get artists because you know the ticket gonna be a little better. It's just a lot of pluses that I see. A lot of pros that outweigh the cons. So. When I was getting ready to make the move, Crane came to me and was just like, "This, this, this seems like a big business move." He he basically came to me as a protege because I've been helping him so much with with his music and getting his his, his sound where he wanted it and just everything like tuned up, tuned up, and made me an offer I couldn't refuse. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna even lie about it. He made me a great offer I could not refuse. I had to you know I had to make the move with him, and then I thought. Just on some on another side of it, I was like, you know, business wise, it's a good move um, to add him to the record and, and and make make you know put it all in a pot of gumbo and make it make it big. It's gonna help him rise and help the you know the uh, the developing that I do with an artist. It show you know show for itself also all in this one song. All that's gonna come to the forefront in this one song. That's why I even put him. In, on the track first, like we thought about all that we wanted to build it. I mean, that everybody hear this record and don't understand that it. it came from nothing. Like it, it came from the ground up. Shout out to the pharmacy too, my dude Cardo Grant built the beat from the ground up. Like we, this record was really built from the ground up. It, it was like nothing. Like we really made it from scratch, for real, for real. <laughs> I love it. And I'm glad that you said that because, you know, even in this quarantine, everybody, especially in business, is talking about the art of the pivot. 
Uh, and and right. you've got to know how to make that pivot in business. And you got to be able to be smart about it and make everything work for you. So to be able right. to, to, to look at the situation and say, listen, we can get people, they're going to be a little cheaper on this, we can make it work, was, was a great idea to build it from the ground up in this, this amount of time that everybody is in quarantine and you still working. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Cause it, I mean, even, even with the elements of, of, of looking out for, because, you know, you got to think, like a lot of guys, and I, and I ain't even saying that to be on no, no narcissistic, you know what I'm saying, uh, mind frame mm-hmm. or being selfish or nothing, but a lot of guys, you know what I'm saying, um, take advantage of a record like that and may have just made a move like that on their own. You know what I'm saying? And I was thinking big. I don't know. I, it's just to me, I was thinking real big when I thought of it. That was the whole point of why Cream Man ended up on the record like that. It was just like, okay, well, if he get exposure, because that's the whole thing, like give him give him a chance to have some exposure. And it's also brightening up what you know, what I do as an artist, too, what I do as an artist developer, as a writer, is all all that type of stuff. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like it came, like I said, the gumbo came together perfect. You know, it 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 worked out perfect. Like the start of the record, how he comes on the record and 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 gets you ready for the hook, and then everything that goes on and from that with me, and then how Fuciano just kind of stamp it on the end. It's like it, it, it's really a good, it's a good record. I can't even lie. Like you can't really deny the record, no matter what's going, the energy of it, everything about it. You know, and it's just like I was telling a lot of the guys around me, music is time. You know, time and there's a lot of things with music, and that record is just like right now. I can't say what it'll do twenty years from now. I can't say this or ten years from now. But where music's at right now, those that's the type of record that you definitely take advantage of. You capitalize on right now, and that's why we. As a total, we going so hard about it because we know it's a it's a for sure in right now. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And in this quarantine, it's kind of like working on your farm. You you're building, you working on your garden, you getting everything together so that you guys can reap the harvest. And you have to be able to position yeah, yourself yeah. as well as as positioning yourself, you positioning those people around you. So you know, yeah. as a team, you know, for y'all to have that longevity of working together for so long, y'all y'all have to position each other. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes mm-hmm. hand in hand and be able to reach back and position others as well. Now, I want to go back because, you know, here on Let's Chat, we always talk about the goal, a goal moment. And, you know, mm-hmm. we are very mindful as, as individuals on how we speak about other people. But we're mm-hmm. less mindful about how we speak to ourselves and how we speak about ourselves. And so a lot of times we have a thought to do something and we end up talking ourselves out of it for whatever reason. You know, it ain't the time, I can't do it, I'm doing this, whatever the case may be, you talking yourself out of whatever it is. So your goal moment is when that thought uh, and execution come together. So I want to go back with each of you guys when you had that goal moment. What was that process like for you? And I want to start with Jay, only because, Jay, you have pivoted. Uh, you have pivoted in a, in a major way um, in the music industry. What was your yeah. goal moment like when you decided to be Cream Man? Um, really, um, when when me and Blue met, I was already kind of dabbling in the music business. Uh, I was just trying to 
you know, really just put some music out to get myself heard. And um, I had a I had a hook to one of my songs, and it it sort of went like I'm in the club, so clean, fresh cut, exclusive jeans. In my pocket be the green man, just changed my name to the cream man. And once um, once I I had really already had that record laid down, and then um, I I just told myself that I wanted to kind of keep with the flow of you know, the identity of the cream man simply because I always I always kept money around me. I always wear designer clothes, designer shoes. Um, I keep a fresh cut. My jewels stay shining. So that's kind of why, you know, where I w- wanted to stay in that lane. And then when I um, told Blue that I was looking forward to starting to really um, – put my hands in the music business, um, he told me, he said, man, that, that cream, man, identity is perfect. You know, I can help you, I can help you uh, mold that guy. I can help you make, make cream, man, exactly who you want him to be. So my, my, my goal mama was when, you know, me and him, we, when we sat down and, and actually discussed what we wanted to do, what I wanted to do and what I had to do it when we made it happen. Absolutely. And Blue, what about you? What was your goal moment like? Man. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be crazy to speak <laughs> on that type of stuff because I done had so many. Like, I can't count. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, oh, man. It's it just now, I would say now, though, because. Everything you did, you know what I'm saying. I, I look at it like I don't, I don't change nothing that happened in the past because if if I change anything, I, you know where I'm at now probably wouldn't be what it is. And, and good or bad, I gotta look at that as a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we still here, we doing, we doing, we breathing, we eating, everything is great, and and we steady climbing. So at the end of the day, I would say now it's just it's it's more. Um, Go moment, man. I don't. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I don't think I ever lost. I don't even think I lost the go moment. It's just I wake up with it, like like everybody around me that know that, like like yeah, everybody around me that 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 know me know that. Like I wake up with that in me, like I, I you know what I'm saying? Because it's 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 a sickness. I don't know how to explain. It. I got an illness. Like I'm always on but go. You're very with my, like, you very ambitious. Yeah, That's like. So let's take it yeah, all the way I back can't. then. Let's take it all the okay. way back because you were doing some other things beside before you started to go. So when you decided that that choice to decide to follow this vision and this path, what was that moment when you executed it? What was that moment like okay. for you? It, I, I, now I know what you're saying because for those, you know what I'm saying, like I know where I came from and, and when I realized when I realized that I had that talent, that that was the goal. I can say that that was the goal moment when I realized I had it, cause mm-hmm. I was like, it's kind of like Cream said, I was touching with the music. I be, <laughs> I remember being at a couple of my homies' parties, and you know we in there, you know drinking a little sip or a little something. Every now and then they'll do a little freestyle jamming. I I just jump out there and just start rapping. And I'm talking about, but I'd be on a whole nother level with the freestyles, and these guys used to be looking at me, and I and I ain't really, 
I really wasn't cap, you know, capturing the moments like like I should have. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting it. It wasn't, you know, what I'm saying registering at the time that boy, you you got something. and you know, because I was, I I really came from the streets. Like I really came from that. You know, I really really came from that. And I mean, feet rooted like back in mama days and daddy days. So like. Mm-hmm. It was just I it just took me a minute to get it and then when I when I got it, I think I was um oh man, I think it was the first time this dude this dude uh I wanna say his name was Bussy, time Bussy. I wanna say it was somewhere around that time. I I think I was mm-hmm. working at a I was working at a hotel job hustling at the hotel and everything. I ain't even finna lie. And <laughs> man, I think I, I, I ain't gonna lie like one of my homeboys called me one day and was like, man, this dude want to, he, he think you hot and he think he want to do this, he want to do that, he want to put this behind you. And, and I think that moment right then is when it really hit me like this could really be reality. You know what I'm saying? This, mm-hmm. if, I, if, I, if, I, if I get his everything, whether this situation with this dude go good or not, and it didn't go good in the long run, it didn't. But, you know, we, we cool and everything, but it didn't go good. And you know what he was doing, long story short. But <laughs> I realized then that, you know what I'm saying, if I, if, I, if I just really did this, I really gave it everything I got, like this, you know, that, that, that same phone call that I got, it could be another one. Mm-hmm. And it could Absolutely. be another one. And it could be another one. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, mm-hmm. that's why I just, yeah, I think that was the moment then because all that led me to keep going. Like, and and, and that's the thing about this music thing. That's that's how I look at it, like, life here. Like, there's no coincidences. I don't believe in things that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. happen for a reason. That's you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, some, yeah, some things, some things, you know, you alter, but a lot of stuff that happen, they happen yeah. for a reason. So you got to take, you got to take, you know the good, the good and the bad out of it. You gotta just, you gotta hold something that's out of it that's worth the damn and keep it, keep it moving because it was supposed to happen like that for some, some odd reason. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, this for both of you guys. What is one message you want to give to your fans? What's something you want them ex- to experience out of y'all music? Oh man, we bring we bring a whole a whole another level of energy. Um, we bring a whole another level of money. We bring a whole another level of swagger. We bring a whole another level of charisma, showmanship, business. Um, I mean, it's just who we are. You know, uh, me and Blue, we've been together like twelve years. So you know, it's it's only made me better by being around someone that's musically inclined like him. So if I'd say anything, I'd say find yourself someone that knows the business, that knows music, that can keep you in the in the now and and build on that. That's that's pretty much what I can say. And blue? I say the same thing he just said realistically like learn, you know, learn the business. Don't just jump in the head first cuz you see your favorite rapper on TV or, or you know, on them videos doing what they doing, don't that's that's not gonna be your life. I'm just gonna be real with the rap with the artist. That's that's not how it's gonna start off. Like you got you're gonna have to invest like invest in yourself, like give it mm-hmm. everything you got. 'Cause cause this business like you can't expect people and I, I tell I've been saying this for a long time. I, I think I said this on the show a long time ago. Like you can't expect these folks to give you millions of dollars or you to get 
millions of dollars and that, the type of money that your favorite rapper's spending, if you ain't willing to invest mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands into yourself, like it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. They not. It's not back. It's not. It's not eighty six and seventy eight and stuff like ninety two and no more. Like they not really. They say they looking for talent, but they not looking for talent. You gotta. You gotta put yourself in their face. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta spend the type of money you gotta spend. You gotta work hard. How you gotta work. You know and make those sacrifices to get your situation, your brand, your marketing, your whole thing in their face to get. You know to Absolutely. get the attention of the people you try. Yeah, you gotta do that. You're right about so, that. You gotta, you do have to put your name on everything you do. That means that no matter what you're doing, people are, are they, your name is there. Because this is the thing about investing in yourself. When you go to people, people got their hand up. But when people come to you, something they hand for you. You see what I'm saying? And so yeah. a lot of times people right. are looking for somebody to invest in them. They're looking for somebody to to give to them but if you're not investing in yourself you can't expect nobody to want to put some money on you because you ain't even putting your own money on yourself right exactly i mean to be honest honest, like we we already almost ten thousand dollars in on this record we got with fujiyama believe it um, just, just in, you know, like he said, constructing it from the ground up, studio time, getting it mixed and mastered, getting a feature from Fujiano, then paying for marketing and promotion. You know, it, it's, I mean, we, we had to go as far as getting this record cleared through Atlantic Records, through Authentic Empire, and I mean, it's, it's not cheap. You know, it's not cheap to make sure that your shit is straight all the way across the board. But uh-huh. if you believe in what you got. You know, you you you'll sometimes make those sacrifices and and you'll do whatever it takes to you know find a way to the finish line, and that's pretty much what we're doing. You know, Blue is not afraid to uh, make investments. You know, I'm definitely not afraid to make investments, and we put our investments together and we come up with magic. Absolutely, and we got tag them. So we're gonna play a little bit of tag them. Tell us a little bit about this um, this record before we put it out. Go ahead, Blue. You want to know a little bit about it? The energy behind <laughs> no, it. Tell it. us the intent, it, it, the intent behind the I energy mean, behind tag them. Tag them was just. I ain't gonna lie. I wanted. To, I wanted to really like. I wanted to put my foot on their neck. I can't sit here in life. I sit here and say it in a nice way. I'm going to be tapping, and anybody that knows me going to know I'm lying. Like, I wanted to put my foot on their neck. I ain't going to lie. When I was thinking about the record, me, man, like, like Soup, Soup, shout out to Soup. Like, all, and the whole team, all of them, the whole drive on Mud Money, all of the team, like, they know, like, the attitude behind some of these. It, it was just like we got in the single mode, and it was like, okay, single? I don't want to do it like they do. I'm tired of hearing the NBA young boys. I'm tired of hearing the Rodways. All the artists sound like each other. I'm so sick of hearing it. I wanted to put my foot on their neck. I wanted something different, some high energy, some of that. Talk that, pop your shit for real. Give it to excuse my friends. I'm just being real. Give it, give them something. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And that, that's what that's where tag them came. That, that's what really burst tag them right there, that, that attitude. Absolutely. Well, let, let's see what y'all got. Let's see what y'all got. I know it's dope. We got Tag oh, yeah. Blue Marley, Cream, oh. and Fujiano. Oh. 
1017 mark, tag him. Mud money mark, start tagging these niggas, man. Whole lot of mob shit. Motherfucking president, nigga. Y'all better listen to me. Let's get it. Green man, 30 on me. Big bag, dirty on me. Yo ho, working on me. My niggas, working on me. Hit his ass, laser tag. Fit it round, fit it round, drum. Hunt it round, hunt it round, drum. Mop him up when the time come. Mask on, mask off. Big top, big boss. You broke your law. Like a tiger, nigga. Yeah, ho. Green man, doing numbers. I got hitters, I got runners. We gon' tag him like them comers. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's that's interesting. And this is still Tony, guys. And with that being said, you know, you guys have been together a number of years, like over 10 years, 12, I believe you said. And a lot of artists have come and gone, and they not even may not even be where they are when you first started. What concerns you the most or what scares you the most on being able to have some type of longevity in this business? Because nothing is guaranteed. You have to continue to grow. Um, well, first of all, we're not scared because we have faith in God. And that's pretty much mm-hmm. that's the answer. You know, it's, it's nothing that scares us because we're not afraid to go get it. And with that mentality and faith, uh, size of a mustard seed, I mean, the sky's the limit. Yeah, I'm fast, and and the fact that we, you know, we keep we innovative, keep keep you know reinventing. That's the whole thing. So that's what I, that's why I felt like a lot of the, like let's say this, you know, this is a young man's game. It always gonna be that no matter what you're in, any business is always gonna be, you know, the the older guys uh, set a tone, younger guys come in and be innovative and they do bigger things and whatever, whatever and so forth. But to last mm-hmm. in a business like this and to keep going on, you have to be innovative and also you have to know how to be able to change with the times. You gotta keep up with the culture. You gotta you gotta mess with the young guys. Like I've always been like that. Like you got like for them to look up to you and to consider you that OG or that big homie or the you know, the guy that we can learn something from this that, and the third, you gotta prove yourself worthy of being a type of person like that to them. So you can keep going and you can last. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think a lot of like it's not a lot of Jay Z's is gonna be in this business. You know, uh-huh. to the day that man's name is relevant, he could get it ain't a young dude that's rapping right now that wouldn't want him on the record. You see what I'm saying? If he said, uh-huh. I'll give you twelve bars right now, they'll be like, Hell yeah and they could be it don't matter who it is. He could be the, the weirdest bubblegum lollipop rapper that just came out yesterday. He he he's not gonna turn out a Jay Z verse. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the whole mindset that I've had when I've seen all of us in, in this. It's just that you know you, you change with it. You be legendary, but you still always in the moment. This music it don't get old. You get old because you allow yourself to get old. You gotta figure out mm-hmm. ways to stay innovative where where they deal with you where the younger, even the younger crowd, they get something from you. If they can relate to you, you, you won't get old to them. Absolutely. Awesome. And I'm glad that mm-hmm. you said that. This is Leisha. We got to say who we are because we sound so much alike. But I'm glad that you yeah. said that because when you think about branding and rebranding, if you really think about it, hip-hop and rap is rebranding itself right now, whether you're looking at Jay's, um D-Nice in uh, his club quarantine, right. whether you're looking at Fat Joe, he does his, his live interviews. It, they are yeah. rappers everywhere are rebranding themselves. They're rebranding the industry itself. Um, mm-hmm. if, you could drop, if you could drop five jewels on somebody uh, with the tips and tricks uh, of rebranding or branding yourself, what, what, what jewels would you each drop on them? Um, I would I would just say um, first of all have faith, second invest, third find your great team, fourth be about your business, and fifth um, do it. Mm, he rattled that off nicely. <laughs> oh, I would say, mm-hmm. like just do it. I'm a I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. 
The only jewel, the real, man, let me tell you these rappers something. The realest jewel y'all need to know, the artist, the realest jewel y'all need to know, and it's just this cut and dry. Be about this shit or don't. This ain't a hobby. If you ain't finna give it everything you got, stop rapping now. I'm going to give you the heads up. Call me. Call me the bear of bad news or whatever you want to call it. If you're not going to take it serious and go all in, you're not going to spend. If it got to be that last dollar in your account that day, you might need to spend it because that last dollar might have changed your whole life and you might not need money ever again. This the type of business is in. It's a sacrifice. If you're not going to do it, stop rapping. This is not a hobby. Mm-hmm. Just being honest mm-hmm. with you. Absolutely. <laughs> And, and mm-hmm. I'm going to add, in any industry, everybody is not meant to go with you. And everybody, right. just because they say they support you, they don't. Um, and, and we right. call it backhanded support here on Let's Chat. And backhanded support mm-hmm. are those that say they support you, but they're really waiting for you to fail. They they like, okay, go ahead on and do this. I got you. And they really don't got you. They're just mm-hmm. waiting for you in their mind to do what they want you to do. And people never see mm-hmm. you going as far as they themselves can go you see what i'm saying so if they don't see themselves going farther than the corner they can't imagine or envision you going farther in the corner and those are people that 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 are not for you they can't go with you beyond there because of their mindset and so you have to be ready uh to to kind of cut people you know and, and it's not mm-hmm. having ill feelings it's saying that i'm going mm-hmm. in a direction that you're not going in and I need you to be in a certain mindset. Now, once you get it together and you change some things up, maybe we can do some things then. But right now, you know, you have to forever protect your brand. And I think that's the problem with a lot of these artists. And that's just as a band looking. They are not protecting their brands. They Everybody get on the live. Some stuff they say on the live, it's like, where's your PR people? Who 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 do you got let you know that you you can say what you want to an extent. You are forever branding, you are forever working. You a business, a walking business. When you get on these lives and you talking and you popping your shit, that's great and everything, but you gotta understand that you are a business at the end of the day. You know, and you have to protect your brand at all costs. That means everybody around you gotta go sometimes. I don't care who it is. You can love her to the end. She got to go. You can, He could be your boy day one. He got to go because your, your main goal is to protect your brand. And a lot of stars, a mm-hmm. lot of stars are not looking at that. Talk a little bit about uh, the art of protecting your brand, Jay, because that's really on the business side, um, something that you really push. Oh, man, shit. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't drop off so much dead weight alone this ride. Um just mm-hmm. just because, um, like Blue said earlier, you know, it's, it's a matter of having light minds or conglomerate minds. And, um, you know, a lot of people was was jumping on our situation when when Blue had the lawsuit against Lil Wayne in early 2012. Um, oh man, we get calls of every other day. Somebody want to link up with us. And somebody want to link up with us. And somebody want to link up with us. And, you know, we, we never turn people down if they had something to bring to the table, you know, but um, it, it it everybody can't speak for you. You know, um, we had we had one of our uh, former DJs almost fuck up a great situation that we had in Africa um, because he decided to want to try to take take it on his own to 
reach out to our connect and say some things um, to him that made him feel some type of way. And, you know, he contacted me in blue, and he was like, well, you know what? Everything's done. It's it's over with. Such and such called me, and he was talking to me uh, in, a, in a nature that I didn't appreciate. So, you know, let's just call the whole situation off, you know, and we definitely had to discontinue our uh, our friendship uh, and, and our business ship with, with that person um, and, and others, you know, just just because, it, like you said, everybody d- doesn't have a like mind. Everybody um, don't want to see you make it. Um, a lot of people on just for the ride, just for the mm-hmm. opportunity to gain a name out of the situation. We've we've had to deal with that. You know, it's. Bird School Records have been everything to me since me and um, Blue started out with that whole situation. And, you know, he'll tell you I'm an asshole when it comes to, you know, who we do business with, how we do business, who we involve ourselves with, just because, um, you know, people like to get on social media and discuss their private life. I broke up with my girl yesterday, me and my wife having problems. I can't feed my... I mean, it's so much of everything else other than pushing the brand and involving yeah. yourself, you know, with mm-hmm. with trying to learn the business, you know, they get caught up on IG and, and Facebook and, and things of that nature, discussing everything else except for this music. And, and mm-hmm. to me, you know, that's, that's our main opportunity. You, you can go on my, on my social medias. If I'm not discussing my daughter, then it's nothing but music. Because uh-huh. that's what my life is about, and if nobody else is gonna push this brand, you know, as as the president of the company and 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 one of the top dogs and executives of this situation, I have to make sure that, you know, even even when it comes to people um, saying Blue's name or or saying the company's name, that they're saying it with with a certain respect and they're uh-huh. saying it with a, a certain uh, a certain matter of humbleness when, when uh-huh. you know, we're being spoke of because we've done what we had to do to gain the name that we have. And, you know, our face card is good across the country, and we damn sure going to keep it that way. You know, and, and uh-huh. sometimes it do take you having to get rid of dead weight, get rid of, you know, people you love, who you care about dearly, um, to, to ultimately get to the goal, you know, so... Um, protecting protecting my brand is everything to me. Has been, will always be, and and believe you me, you know if if something is said about it, well you are gonna have to deal deal with it because we gonna we gonna step to you and see what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I, mean, I love he, it. Um, he said everything on that because at the end of the day, I mean those, I mean we done had talks. Like before, when even even about what Jay was just saying about certain things when it comes to people, I I be schooling everybody around us a lot of times when it comes to that stuff of how to move every day. It's all about how you moving. You know, like I said, we play chess, not checkers. You got to move a certain way when you start going up and you start. You know, you want to you want to go on another level of life. You got to move a certain way. You can't keep doing uh-huh. things you used to do it. You can't make the same moves the, the way you made them because you ain't going to elevate. And elevation, you got to you gotta do something different and move different. And that's that's one thing I've all, I've been telling guys, like, 
I know there's like some industry people, like I was telling one of my homeboys, he get mad every time, just like what Cream was saying, like every time something don't go right with a rapper or his old lady or anything, straight to the social media and want to da 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 But then when you, you know, and I get it, I get it for some of the rappers that do the, as they call it, the clout chasing thing, whatever, whatever, but you got to know how to do that. You know, some of these rappers be doing shit the wrong time. Like, you're not big enough to be clout chasing yet. Like, nobody's paying you no attention. So, <laughs> I'm just being real. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but they they do stuff like that, and then you think about it, like, you don't want stuff like that attached to you. Like, you say, yo, blank. That's right. You don't want mm-hmm. certain things like that, because you're looking like you just a bunch of drama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I don't want mm-hmm. attached to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not it's not relevant to what's going on with the music, like he said. You know, it's not relevant to what's going on and what we're pushing. Not it's, it's going way off the deep end of anything that you know. We it'll be a difference if we all said, "Well, we finna make up some, we we finna cause some drama about something, and then, you know, we gonna we gonna use that to have a reason to punch somebody, and we gonna say tag them, and then we gonna start a challenge after that." Blah, blah, blah. When you had a game plan behind that drum. It was something y'all did. You know, that's some industry stuff right there. I'm just going outside the box right now. That's some that's something that the industry's supposed to do. They'll put make up some stuff that, that'll work. But just random everyday living stuff like this, like, come on, you gotta be bigger than that. Like you got a brand, you got a face card and like he said, we definitely gonna we definitely gonna protect it from stuff like that because it's it's something that we've been working on for so long, and it's like we ain't finna just let anything come around and water it down because there's a lot of that going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's absolutely true. Even in the literary industry, you know, um, everybody gonna jump on the bandwagon when there's some drama. You know what I'm saying? But there are mm-hmm. things that fans should not see. There are things in the literary world that that readers should not be able to experience. And the business side is one of those, you know what I'm saying? Because you're an entertainer, you're there to entertain. That is your job. That is your business. And so you have to keep uh, integrity at all times. And so there are certain things that they should not be privy to. And I'm not saying everything Mm -hmm. is perfect in any industry. There are ups and downs for everybody. And like Blue said, there's a way that you address and talk about it, though, uh, in a way that's not messy. Now, Cream, you sent us some some more music, so we want to get that in before the end of the show. You sent us I Want Money. Tell us a little bit about that before we play it. Um, I Want Money. Yeah, it's it's actually um, my... My big single that I'm going to work after we um, get the ball really rolling on on this tagging record with me blowing uh, Fujiano. Um, I want money. We recorded it way before we even recorded this this record that um, Blue's pushing right now. It's this single. I want money. I I went to him and I said, Blue, I want a big record. You know, I want I want something that's gonna be able to put my foot down in this industry um, as as a real true single. And, you know, of course, he did what he did. We whipped it up. And I Want Money is my new single coming out real soon, real soon. Y'all wait for it because it's on the way. But I, I believe that. It's off the exclusive right here on this chat. So, uh, ladies, y'all get it first. I Want Money, Cream Man and Blue Marley. 
Awesome. But Lisa, before you play that, I just want to uh, hey, someone... You know what I want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want money. I want money. I want the M's. I want M's. I want only here for the money. Yeah. I, want I want money. I want money. Money. Ten, twenty, fifties, and a hundred. You know who running? I want money. I want money. Still in the trial, and it bucket. Yeah, jumping. I want money. I want money. Hurry, raise the hell, my demons coming. Got on running. I want money. I want money. Money. How you the quarterback, but you out here from But you ain't no hustle. I want money. Green man only here for the money. Came a long way from the trap selling onions. I want money. Oh, now the bust down cost a hundred. I ain't bird man, but I'm stunting cash money. I want money. Oh, money turned into the crash dummies. Now he wanna snitch cause he can't get no bag from me. I want money. Oh, suck a K, I keep the gas on me. Everybody infected, gotta keep the mask on me. I want money. We can kick it, ain't no pun. A cream man doing numbers. Hot boy, this my summer. She want Give it that number jet. You know I run it back. Tell the DJ run it back. I'm just trying to make a stack. Yeah, yeah. I want money. I want money. Money. Ten, twenty, fifties, and a hundred. You know who running? I want money. I want money. Still in the trial, in it bucket. Yeah, jumping. I want money. I want money. Hurry, raise the hell, my demons coming. Got on running. Got on running. I want money. I want money. Money. How you the quarterback, but you out here fumbling. Boy, you ain't no hustle. I want money. Boy, you funny. Let me put you on the something. He got 36 O's, but the whole brick was a dummy. Either way it freaking goes, I'm just focused on the money. Either way it freaking goes, I'm just focused on the bag. Hey, OG got the guac, not the ox looking mad. Oh, don't make me spin that guac on a Glock and a mask. I want money. Ooh, heating up the pot and the pans. Motor crash. You need gas? We got plenty for your can. I want money. I want money. Put that on my Mama, mama, daddy, mama, I'ma hide them like a summer by them commas. I want money, yeah. OG hot, gotta school my youngest. What you live for if it ain't about the money? What's your broke ass? I want money. I want money, money. Ten, twenty, fifties, and a hundred. You know who running? I want money. I want money. Still in the trial, in it bucket. Yeah, jumping. I want money. I want money. Hurry, raise the hell, my demons coming. Got on running. I want money. I want money. Money. How you the quarterback, but you out here fumbling. Boy, you ain't no hustle. I want money. I want money. I want money. We've been doing less chat for seven years. Seven years, y'all have been rocking with us. So y'all know we are your word. We we your mouthpiece. We your free mouthpiece. Your free word of mouth. Anytime. Yeah. I'm so proud of y'all. I'm proud of both of y'all. Just just Thank the you. the amount of of growth in your pen, growth as men. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just proud of y'all because that's, this is the time as women that we need to see that. We need to see our black men strong. We need to see them growing. We need to see them evolving. And I'm glad that you guys are giving those examples to the world. Um, I'm super proud of y'all. I'm super proud of appreciate y'all. It. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate so it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. But I wanted to guys, no problem. 
This is Tony, but I wanted to let you guys know, you know, we have people listening online as well as on, on the radio. And after mm-hmm. we played tag them, someone said to tell you guys that, you know, you not only stepped on somebody's neck, but you hit them hard in the mouth when you said, I'm the reason for your baby daddy got a new gentleman. <laughs> so they're listening. They're listening, guys. They are listening. Hey, whoever, whoever you are, I appreciate it. Hey, keep, keep supporting the record. Please keep supporting the record. Uh, yeah, we already um, we already um got like three three dates confirmed already performing with Fujiano. Our first date is June twelfth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia Club mm-hmm. Level Nine, June the twelfth. You will see Cream Man, Blue Marley, the whole Mud Money Gang drives on gonna be in the building. Fujiano gonna bring a whole authentic empire. I'm sure the whole ten seventeen so icy squad. I'm sure all of them coming with him. Shout out to my big brother Juby Kane and Trap Monster, all the Ox and Sam Goon coming. Uh, it's gonna be in the strap again. I'm telling y'all. I right love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, y'all know here on Let's Chat we like to do something fun because a lot of times, you know, that's really how word of mouth goes. That's really why our platform is free. Um, because a lot of times people don't have that word of mouth and your personality becomes part of the packaging for your brand. And so we like to be able to ask um, fun questions to be able to allow people to get to be able to see the person behind the pen, the person behind the music. So I'll ask none of the questions. T asks all the questions. So I don't know what she's going to ask y'all. I'm just saying. All right. Go ahead, T. No worries. No worries. Guys, you know. Leslie and I appreciate you. So tonight's fun question, it's going to have to do with tag. I mean, this is going off the cuff now. So I want to go a little animated. I want each of you to pick an animal to portray you in a tag video. Who would, the, who would it be and why? An uh, animal? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'd be like a silverback gorilla, like King Kong Ooh. and shit. Like, <laughs> like I'm, wow. I mean, you know, the, I'm coming out the gate untamed, you know. Like I'm, I'm wow. like, I'm like the the beast that was let loose, um, you know, in this whole, yeah. in this whole situation. Like, you know, I love it. I'm, yeah. I love it. I'm coming out of okay. on my chest, flipping over cars, flipping over houses, walking through the ocean. Like, you know, I'm just coming <laughs> through. So I'd be a silverback gorilla. Blue, what you got? Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm on the I'm on the same music. Hey man. I'm on it I'm on the I'm on the same music cream I'm a I'm a I'm a big T Rex. I'm a big stepper. I'm a big big dinosaur. I'm Godzilla in them boys. Okay? Big, big shit walking around here, like for real. Yeah. We gonna make some noise. We turning over stuff, cars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, flames coming out of my mouth, all that going on. Yeah, that part. Okay, so y'all can use that courtesy of the ladies in Let's Chat. That may come into some type of value for you guys later on. So use that. <laughs> I like it. Appreciate it. <laughs> they still cracking up me. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that was a good one. That, that's off the cuff. That's all I have for you guys tonight. <laughs> that that was a biker boy. That was a biker. That was a biker boy moment. That was a biker boy moment. We the little willies. Oh, they can't even call them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
appreciate you guys. We really, really do. Uh, tell us what's next. What's yes. next for um, Drop Zone? Um, oh, you wanna answer, yeah, man, you can answer it. <laughs> oh man, hey, I, I, all I'm gonna say is, um, we got some, we got, we got a, you know, a group of guys as up under us, man, some young artists that's like, y'all, y'all ain't, y'all have no idea. That's all I'm gonna tell them. So like, the goal is, the goal right now, and I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna then we gonna show it to y'all. We finna we finna elevate the elevate thing we were talking about. We finna take the crew. We're gonna elevate up a notch. You know, we putting it on blue back, yeah, but it's a team thing. We're gonna kick a little mm-hmm. dough in real quick off this elevation. And then um mm-hmm. I'm gonna i I'm gonna sit back and let and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back a little bit and let and let the uh the young ones go in and just really have fun. Like, you know, I'm just I'm just, you know, I said it's bigger than me and it's bigger than us. It's bigger than me and Cream. You know what I'm saying? We got a bigger goal that's bigger for everybody. And so far, so good. That's all I can say. It's, it's on the way there. And I ain't, you know, as, as long as the Lord T A and our body, we ain't feeling that stop it. It's going down. Everybody just you know, ride with us and, and get ready to be entertained. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> going down. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, we so appreciate you guys coming through the kicking with us in the chat room. You, your team, are always welcome here anytime. Make sure you tag us in your music so that we can share it out. You always got a, uh-huh. a word of mouth squad here in the ladies of less chat. That's right. Thank That's you, funny. y'all. And a home to come to anytime. A home y'all to come follow to anytime. Me, uh, follow me at Cream Man Nineteen on everything. Um, everything, y'all. Follow me, Cream Man Nineteen. Blue is your tag. Same man. I'm at Blue Marley. Spell the blue B L E U. Marley, just like Bob Marley. Y'all follow me at Blue Marley. Everything. Nothing change on that. Go follow Drop Zone Inc. Go follow Fujiano. I'm gonna tag them all. Like for real. Go follow these folks. Go follow anything that y'all see us affiliated with. The let's the let's chat room anything that y'all see us that, that that we are a part of that you see us that having interviews doing any follow those folks because they're somebody's we don't deal with nobody's understand that yeah call Foxy one hundred three and Augusta request a single Power one hundred seven request a single we already in rotation at ninety seven point nine the Wiz FM um I mean we just going up man y'all just get behind us support the music. Um, and support the movement, and uh, y'all, y'all know when y'all hear from us, it's always going to be heat, so just stay tuned and lock in with us. We got a lot more coming. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, y'all know we rolling with y'all to the wheels fall off. We thank y'all for coming yeah. and kicking with us here in the chat room, and we will see y'all next time. Yeah. Thanks for joining yeah. us. <laughs> 1017 Mark, tag em. Love money, ma. Start tagging these niggas, man. Whole lot of ma shit. Motherfucking president, nigga. Y'all better listen to me. Let's get it. Green man, 30 on me. Big bag, dirty on me. Yo ho, working on me. My niggas, working homie. Hit his ass, laser tag. Fit it round, fit it round, drum. Hundred round, hundred round, drum. Mop him up when the time come. Mask on, mask off. Big dog, big boss. You broke your law. Like a tagger, nigga. Yeah, ho. Man, doing numbers, I got hit as I got runners, we gon' take them by them comers. Yeah. 30 days straight, I've been trapping, I've been trapping.
worthy. Me and you was a fee in the purpose. The president meaning I'll applaud. You lucky to see me in person, bitch. Hey, how to put the campaign on furlough. You know they be working shit. Ain't got for no problem, but shut up your partner. My young and be merging shit. Yeah, I taught them how to go get a bag. Flip the shit and make it flip again. Talking about she can do better than me. I tell them bitch, honey, your business then. I'm a business and a business man. I'm the reason why you say your baby daddy got a brand new dental plan. How to not die the middle man. Mud money, what I represent. Cause we got it out the mud, nigga. 10, 17, my with us. Face shaking, I don't fuck with you. 30 days, I was quarantined in a trap, setting up plays, nigga. Get it louder than some barber clippers. I ain't gonna shoot the fade with you. Fujiana got smoke, I'ma make a call, send a couple gray diggers. He got wife on the line telling me to chill, but they shouldn't have played with us. Okay. 